Okay, so let's continue. We're on uh, page page chaf We started chaf test, but we'll chaz a little bit. So chaf test. So Nachmal. So the Mechaber was telling us, trying to define the term kirvas elokim, kirvas Hashem, dveikus Hashem. So first he, he was trying to, you know, he went through a whole in uh, to explain to us what karav means uh, in terms of Eilom in Gashmis. And he explained that karav can mean two things, either physical closeness in terms of makam, that's, uh, that's one type of karav, and another karav in terms of uh, family, that you're a karav, that you're related to someone or you're a friend of someone. So he says like this, Now that it's clear to us what Kirva, kirva means in, in Olam Hazah. So, Atta Nashav Lizbanyan, the Kirvis Hashem. Now let's look in Kirvis Hashem. Himesh Dima Milsil, a Kirva Muskaris Lanokan by Olam Hazah. Is there anything to compare it to? Is there any comparison between Kirvis Hashem and, uh, and, and Karva this world? So he says, Mitzal Kirvis Hamokim, let's break it down. When it comes to place and space, so we already went through. Karhuskarlel, we already explained. Shain Karva Adan Kamanaka, the Shabarachu, that there's nothing that's closer to you than the Rabbanish Shlaila. Since there's no place that's outside of him. Which means that Hashem and the person, every single moment, together. And there is no divide, there is no separation at all. In terms of you know, spatial closeness, there's no such thing that a person, there's no, there's no object that a person is close to constantly, every single moment, every single second. And even if a person is close to a certain object that they always have with them, uh, their phone, right, or whatever. So he says, They don't literally take up the same space. The, the, even your clothing. Your clothing have a particular space that it takes up, and then you have a space that you take up, and, and you're close to the proximity with it, but it's not literally the same space. However, when it comes to Hashem, Hashem and a person are, 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 first of all, are close to each other every single moment of existence. And the quality of this closeness, in terms of the place that, that, they, that these two uh, entities take up, the person in Hashem, there's nothing to compare it to. It's completely uncomparable. It's the greatest level of closeness yeah, that's imaginable. Because again, you're literally taking up the same space as the Rabbanish Shalom. So that's, that's obvious. Mitzar kirva mishpaches. Now you go to the next type of karv, which is more family, brother, sister, that type of relationship. Ayididus, or even uh, not, maybe not blood, but but in terms of friendship, mikramaliu. So it's a mafurshah pasuk banim atim l'shem l'kechem. It's where Hashem's children. Uksev reyacha v'reyavicha al tazav. Don't leave Hashem, and Hashem is described your friend, the friend of your father. Reisha anu banav shalabar v'ididu. It means that we're his sons and we're his friends. Reyacha. So that means that both mitzad closeness in place and closeness in family, it's already done. You come to the world, you already have kivrus Hashem on all levels. So what's missing? So it means that we're close to Hashem. So all these levels are covered already. And even friendship, if it's not family, it's friendship. So what's missing? What's missing that a person has to come to the world and like focus my, my attention, my tachlis is kivrus Hashem? You already are. So the answer is Iker Chasman Sefer. What's missing is the most important thing. Kleimer, <laughs> what do I mean? In this world, when a person is close to something in this world, to a particular object, the person feels and senses and has that deep awareness that you're close to it. 
So again, I might not be thinking of it in, in like sort of a, a verbal way, of like, like when you think something very often, like you create mental sentences, right? So I might not be thinking in that level that I'm sitting next to a table. But it's an obvious point. I mean, if the table were to move even for a, even for a second, I would, I would feel it because it's always kind of on my mind that I'm sitting in front of a table. So uh, in spatial connection, you know, not only could you be close to something, but you should have an awareness that you're close to that. A person that's a relative to someone, Aviv, Benai, died, Ben died, again, father, son, uncle, cousin, who margish is like your You're aware of it. Again, does that mean that every single second you're literally saying to yourself over and over mentally, I am my brother's brother? No, but the fact that you have a brother, the fact that you have a parent, Baruch Hashem, or child, children, Baruch Hashem, like that's, it, it's just part of who you are. It's part of your identity. So it, it, you might not, you know, again, mentally say it and repeat it to yourself, but it's just part of who you are. And if something were to happen, God forbid, or, or if something were to happen to a family relative, you don't have to be mechazik yourself to try to feel the person's pain or try to be connected. That thus is thus. That's an obvious thing. So he says, Humargishu ben, the person feels that they're a son. Humargishu av, you feel that you're a father. Humargishu died. It's part of your identity. Adam Sheishli did, and the same thing with a friend. Humargish Sheishli did. The person feels and sent. That's part of who he is, is that he has friends. Vanevish Margish, as I say to the bear, and the soul, the, the human being senses this, and it's part of the, the person's identity. Ulam Bekir Vasinila Kadish Barchus, this is where Hashem Misbarch's our relationship with him is different. Now what? With all these relationships that we mentioned, Kiris Makim, closeness in place, Kiris Mishpacha, family relationship, Kirvididas, friendship. The question really is that we have to answer, and this is the point. Do we sense this? That Hashem is close to us in all those relationships. Is it part of our identity? Is it part of our identity? Now, by the way, just to clarify, this doesn't mean necessarily. Again, like we, I, I've mentioned this before, but it's important to, to make a point. Does it, it doesn't mean that you have to be emotionally excited by this every single second. That's not the point. But the point is to have that das, to have that inner awareness that this, that, that, that sort of the, the screensaver of my life is that the Rabbani Shalom is with me. And very often, by the way, this is only sensed by what you don't feel. What do I mean? So I'll, I'll give you an example, actually. This, uh, this person told me this yesterday. I'm not going to embarrass him, so I'm not going to mention his name. But I, I'll tell you two stories from people from the shul. Maybe they're even sitting amongst you, you know. It's two people from the shul, how I was, they said something to me about, about Amuna, and I was much blown, much blown away, because you talk about these things, I talk about these things, and it's like, I think to myself, do I really believe it, you know? And it's, uh, this person told me that, you know, it was at work, I guess, a couple days ago, and he got the information that something might be going on in business that could very much threaten a certain percentage of his parnasa. And this person told me that when he heard that news, he didn't feel any nervous. He didn't feel any nervous, he didn't feel any worry. And his, and his gut reaction was, okay, the Rebbe will take care of it. That was his gut reaction. And obviously he goes through shtadlis and do what you can. But such a thing, see, by the average person, by the average religious person, myself probably, is like when something like that happens, so your initial reaction is, you're panicked. And then you try to be mechazik yourself, not to remind yourself, okay, the Rabbanu Shalom is in charge. But for that to be your gut reaction, is that, the Rabbanu Shalom has my back, it's going to be fine. That's what we're talking about. That's called Kirvas Hashem. That's called where the Rabbanu Shalom, it, 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 thus is thus. It's not, again, doesn't mean that the person is like, you know, 
dancing to work? Does a person uh, is a person on an emotional high twenty four seven? No, but that but that you don't have to have that. But that's what it looks like here is Hashem to the point of where something something that could that should cause a tremendous amount of stress and it doesn't. So you didn't feel something that, but that not feeling is unbelievable. There's another guy in the shul again. I'm not gonna mention names, but like. That's also, by the way, a good muster. Like, you don't know who's sitting next to you, you know what I'm saying? The guy sitting next to you might be, maybe he doesn't know as much as you and Tyra. Could be. Maybe the guy struggles with certain inyanam and avadis Hashem, but in terms of amuna, you know, the Baal Shanta said that in Shemayim, when the tzaddikim are judged, like, rankings, you know, in Shemayim, it's not based on how much they know. Because compared to the Rabbanu Shalom, Moshe Rabbeinu, no one knows anything. The Rabbanu Shalom ranks tzaddikim based on amuna. How much amuna they have. How do you know how much amuna a person has? We all believe in the same things. The question is, when something stressful like that happens, and you, how much stress do you feel? You know, if you feel a lot of stress, it means that you have to work on this, it means Kervis Hashem, to bring that relationship real. Another person told me that there was a certain deal in business that he was working on for a very long time, and to the point he said that the people that he was working with to make it go through were telling him it's like, done deal, done deal 100%, nothing to talk about, and it would have been gavaldic. The last second, the whole thing falls apart. The whole thing falls apart. What's his reaction? Suda To make a suda Because clearly, it wasn't meant to be. And the Rabbana Shalom is doing something good for him. So you make a suda Why only suda when you uh, when you have a, a, an obvious uh, positive thing? So you make a suda when it's, it's also positive. I, I, it must be if the Rabbana Shalom did it. See, there's such a thing that that's the reaction. It's Kiris Hashem. That's what it means. Huh? Ra is dive. So we could talk about that. You know what I mean? But we you see a living example of, again, uh, these are regular people that, are, that maybe are sitting amongst us. You know, and, and, and it's not just like a, a nice vart, you know. Uh, ra, you know, the Rabbanashalm, everything is taiv emetiv, or the Rabbanashalm is good, and that's Pshan and Pasuk. Like, we're talking about, like, that, that's, it's a living, breathing reality to some people. Baruch Hashem, we have a schus, a schus of, uh, of being friends with people like that. But it's a, it's a big deal. It's a very big deal. But that's what he's talking about. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And by the way, you know, the, the two examples I gave are also people that very often will be nervous and will be upset. So it's not a, it's not a, it's not an always, it's not an always. But those are moments, pockets of where a, a, a sense of Kiris Hashem really makes itself known. Does it mean that the person is living like that always? No. And does it mean that, uh, that, uh, that there's no deep avoida in being nervous? And calming your nerves. That's the, that, in truth, that's the entire Sefer Atanya is really about people that are that are described as bainim. What's a bainim? A bainim is someone who struggles with the Sahara. and it doesn't just mean like the Tanya talks about like mamish like to do an avera. This Indian of of there's a part of him that's nervous, and then he has to go and silence those nerves and calm those nerves with thoughts of amuna. That's a big avoda by itself. But you know, but it, but it's good once in a while to taste the world of a tzaddik. It's a, you know, just like you visit a tzaddik. So even within yourself, like the Tanya also talks about this, that even if a person's b'derach klalabeini, which means that they struggle with with uh, stress from parnasa and from family, and they have taivas to do the wrong thing, you know, and, and you're a beini, and bez Hashem, you work on yourself to not give in to that negative voice, or at least to try to silence it as much as possible. But there's no question about it that even a Baini could once in a while experience the world of a tzaddik. And then when you experience that world of a tzaddik, like in those examples where something negative happens and your gut reaction is, is amuna, so that's, that's a moment of clarity. And you say to yourself, okay, that's, 
the essential self, and then I go back into the clouds, and the rest of the day, I might be nervous and stressed. Again, those same guys also talk to me about the stresses that they have with life. So it's not an all-or-nothing thing, but those are pockets of, of clarity. Those are pockets of moments where you could really, really identify what Kiris Hashem looks like. Again, so Kiris Hashem, that's the point over here. When he's talking about feeling it and sensing it, it doesn't mean to to be jumping up and down with excitement and sort of, have, you know, uh, to be able to read people's foreheads. You know, that's not, that's, that's kvaldik if you can do that. But, but you know, the kivas Hashem means to be able to, to, to live with that sense of like, yeah, there's a table in front of me. I, obviously there's a table in front of me. And if the table moves, I, I, I'm aware of it. So to have that sort of, uh, you know, and, and sometimes the simon of whether the Rabbani Shalom is that clear to you in your life is when, like, like I just gave the examples, when things happen, like, how's your reaction? Again, the reaction is maybe sometimes like mom is straight Amuna, or maybe it takes a second, but, but ultimately Amuna, when Amuna is the reaction to these things, not just like, you know, when you officially have to answer, like, you know, you go to the doctor, like, what, what race are you, are, you know what I'm saying? And, and how do you uh, identify, with, you know, and I identify myself as a mom, and, you know, then you officially, you know, mark it out on the, on the chart. Okay, so, but, but it, when you have situations in life and, that, and, you, and you bring up your Amuna, that's what it means to be a mom. That's what it means to be a mom. Hashem should help us become a mom. Okay. Shkayach.